Welcome to the Road to Black podcast, brought to you by the BJJ Physio. The BJJ Physio helps optimize the training of jiu-jitsu athletes so they can dominate their next performance. How do they do this? They provide strength and conditioning, physical therapy, and heart rate-based conditioning through a completely remote and online management system. Meaning you can be anywhere in the world and take your BJJ performance to the next level. Contact Dr. Wesley Reed at info at the bjjphysio.online or follow him at the BJJ Physio on Instagram to find out more. Also brought to you by Roll Union Jiu-Jitsu. Visit rollunion.com and follow Roll Union on Instagram to shop the latest jiu-jitsu styles. Roll Union brings you the best fitting geese on the market, the most comfortable rash guards, and premium soft jiu-jitsu tees. Next time you're in the market for some new gear, check out RollUnion.com for the stylish and the savage. Lastly, we're brought to you by DownToRoll.com. DownToRoll.com was born out of the need for an innovative way to find BJJ training partners during the COVID-19 crisis. With gyms being shut down for many across the globe, you can register at DownToRoll.com and find small group training partners in your area. You can message partners directly from the map and interact with other like-minded players on the Down to Roll exclusive network. Go to downtoroll.com and start training again now. Thanks for supporting our sponsors, and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Hey, welcome to the Road to Black podcast. Wes, how are you doing, buddy? Good, man. How Good. are you? Good. For new listeners, my name's Paul Manganaro. I train here at uh, Gustavo Dante's Jiu-Jitsu in Tempe, Arizona. I'm located in Tempe, and my co-host is Wesley Reed. Yep. Wes. I'm out, out in Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. No, I'm at, out in northern Colorado. Um, got a lot of different irons in the fire. Uh, both of us do. So yeah. um, training in a little studio here in my home office with a good group of guys. Um, doing drop-ins now kind of all over the place, still affiliated with a team down in Arizona. Um, Paul and I were training partners for pretty, pretty significant amount of time. And, um, I moved about a year ago during, uh, when COVID first kind of hit and everything shut down, moved up here to Colorado. And so, um, still remotely affiliated with my team there and, um, running a business, running a little training group, doing drop-ins. Nice. And uh just kind of getting mine wherever I got to go to get it. So That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Yeah. It's it's almost been it's been a year, man. It's been Dude, a year crazy. since we started talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Wes and I are both brown belts. We're both on the road to black. Um We've been friends for several years now, and as COVID hit, I think we we kind of connected through just talking on the phone. And I think it was like when I when we first started really talking it was when you just you had just figured out that you were moving. Yeah, I think you were still here. No, I, I had, had just, just I had just moved. Just yeah, moved. I had just moved, which was I a was shock. Le- that was a shock to me because I hadn't talked to you in a couple months because of COVID. Yeah. And we were out of touch and then we, we chatted and you were like, I was like, you know, how's this, this is crazy. Right. And he's like, well, you don't even know the half of it. 
<laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> actually that phone call. I was in living in my in-laws basement. Yeah, at the at the that. moment. Yeah, and uh, it was stressful because it was like COVID hits, everything shuts down. We get told we have to relocate and we have to be up here and like lickety split. And we are, um, didn't quite expect that to happen. And Mm -hmm. so we were, uh, had to sell a house in a pandemic. We bought a house in the middle of a pandemic and I was living in our, my in-laws basement at the moment. And we kind of connected and um, was like, man, how crazy is everything? And then told you that I had moved and it was like, oh, man, you it was lot, it was rough. A lot of sacrifice. You must really love your wife. Yeah, we didn't have a choice. You know, it was like, <laughs> you know, for her profession. For, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. For, for those that don't know, it was it was it, you got to kind of take the job and take it where it's at. Right. I mean, yeah. So the way that it works for her profession is there's this thing called the match. Um everybody who's vying for these jobs and their residencies, they interview all over the place. They submit a rank list that the interview sites, they submit their rank list and they both go into some computer algorithm and the algorithm just spits out every medical student in the U S plus international graduates. that want to match here in the U S spits out this long list of where everybody's going to go. And, um, we landed here so mm-hmm. uh completely unexpected news and um you both had former ties there correct yeah in both the area in the area i mm-hmm. lived up here i started jujitsu at a school uh one town over um but i only trained here for a couple years i moved out to denver was there for about five about six years moved down to arizona was there for about five years four or five, yeah, about five years. Um, and now we're back here. So unfortunately it happens, you know, <laughs> so we'll, uh, just got to ride it out until you get back to the heat. Yeah. I if know that's I, still an option. I've heard it's heating up down there. Yeah. It's getting hot. I mean, man, it's been a year. So we, so, we, we ended up talking just as friends over the phone and just staying in touch really for a few months after maybe a month or two we we started getting the idea of doing something about our conversations and and the road to black was born we just started really just planning it planning everything out and developing it we we're in development for a few months and it's been fun we started broadcasting in what september i don't even know yeah we're on episode yeah, 29 think- so yeah it's been yeah, uh, so it's it's been a crazy 2020 going through going through everything with training and you know we talked about this a little bit earlier before we jumped on but I'm in an area where most of the gyms are wide open you know um mm-hmm. even the <clears throat> even the regular physical phys- uh, strength gyms you know the mountainside over here you know our big gyms here are EOS mountainside you know what are the other big ones here? I don't even know anymore. Um, Lifetime Fitness. These places, they're all they're all open with no mask requirement. Um, jiu-jitsu gyms, they've been open for quite some time, you know, at least mm-hmm. six to eight months now. M- more than that, eight months, ten months here in the Valley. So I'm, out, I'm actually in such a mode where I'm used to training and used to being around people and doing this. I'm 
still kind of set aback when I'm like on social media or something and I'm looking at comments or like there's places that still have not opened and have been able to train. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's one thing if you're, you're somebody that still hasn't come back to training for your own personal reasons, whatever that may be, you don't want to get the COVID or be in contact with people that might have it or give it to somebody if you might have it. But to like, I don't know for the governments or to say that you can't have these places open is just at this time, at this point in time, it's just crazy to me. And, you know, I don't know. I, I saw a comment from somebody in Canada the other day and people were shocked online, you know, even here in the, in the U S I, I mean, I think there's still restrictions in some States, you know, mm -hmm. and then you could yeah, probably I think speak New to York some of that. Is, yeah. Um, New York, I still, they're opening July one, I think. Oh, see, they're crazy. Yeah. You know, so, so I don't know. I, I, I'm in the opinion that that was the worst idea ever is to turn people's activities off. I mean, that's just ridiculous to me Like to approach this type of problem. Let, let's stay healthy. Let's, you know, do speed, be smart, but you can't just tell people they can't work out and that just to turn off people's health prospects. It makes no absolute sense to me, but we won't get into all that. But I mean, here we are a year over a year later yeah, you know, it's kind of proven that this thing's going to go around no matter what you do, you know, so mm -hmm. you got to give people some personal freedoms. So, um, I don't know, man, it's, well, now nah, what's, man, what's, the vaccine, what's it like vaccines over there? Are, yeah. Vaccines are so readily available at this point. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, if, if, first of all, anyone can by and large walk down to a Walgreens, a CVS, a Safeway, mm -hmm. whatever, and get a shot, get, get the vaccine. Yeah. You know? And it's like, well, when you have the choice to it, do that now, you have a choice yeah. to do that. And that that's your choice. You know, I, I, I mm -hmm. don't judge one way or another. Um, at this point, it's like, if we're have so much access to vaccines and we've got a pretty significant amount of our population that's already vaccinated, if, if you have vaccines and stuff and you still can't open, when are we ever going to be able to, like now is the time to open. Yeah, it's like, exactly. let's, let's go, you know, yeah. now Canada, I have a client in Canada and, um, they're still not, they're still not open. Yeah. They're pretty strict all around. They're pretty strict all around up there. And so my, even more of a, that type of government that's just really controlling in that aspect. I mean, it's just different there. It's a different different government setup, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't God know. God bless America. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what their vaccine rollout is. I'm glad I live in is. Arizona. Yeah, I. To be honest, we we snuck down there. Well, we snuck down there a few months ago. Mm -hmm. uh, we popped into your shop yeah. for a quick. Yeah, we I, we snuck down there a uh, few months ago, uh, just as kind of a one off. Mm -hmm. we had we had we each had a couple of days we could jet out of town so we we popped down there and it was pretty much open at that at that point yeah. too and the numbers are pretty high but we were like we're we're going down there and yeah honestly man it was things were things were popping off pretty good here and we were we went out and we were going to all our favorite spots and uh mm -hmm. um you're questioning why can't it be like this in Colorado? It seems normal. Without you know? a doubt. 
I I'm not gonna lie, we we were both coming back. Well, one, we were like, man, we miss it. But two, it was like, it's nice to have a little bit of normalcy. It's nice to experience because mm-hmm. we we came back and it was like it's real nice. How about that? It's real nice. Yeah, Let's get I back know. to regular life. You know, it's yeah. like it's wearing on people and it's not good. It's not good for society. It's not good for mental health. Uh, you know, I'm sure my children are being affected by it. I know they are. You know, it's like mm-hmm. imagine growing up in a time like this as a teenager. You know, it's just it's tough on all of us. You know, it's like uh, I I just yeah, I was. I'm of the type, I'm like, I'll do what's best for everyone. You know, you mask up, we closed our business, almost drove our business into the ground because mm-hmm. of that, you know, um, just the whole, just the fact that society shut down, hurt our business. You know, people, people think, hell, you're open, you made it, you know, rah, rah, rah. And it's like deep down, you know, small businesses are struggling because what happened was in our, in our instance, and I'll just share that right here. We uh, we took a hit. We we basically closed because everything closed. So I don't know if you remember, like when mm-hmm. this first broke out in Arizona, like all businesses shut down except for the big box. Like that was the expectation, and that was the whole small business versus big business. You know, why is Walmart get to open but small businesses can't? We actually stayed open for a couple. We tried to hold out, but there was like two week period where there was literally no one coming into our shop. Because even if we were open, no one was going anywhere during that time. This is right mm-hmm. at March, mid-March yeah. to April, end of April, 2020. So we ended up closing for two and a half months. And, you know, I don't have to say too much, but as small businesses don't, we don't operate where we have this ton, there's a ton of money in the bank where we can just keep rolling and not have any income coming in. You know, I think 90 something percent of all small businesses are have like a month or two in the bank as like a safety net. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. there's operational costs with all small businesses. And that's basically it's when you can put in, in my opinion, and where we were at is like you put in years worth of work to build and build and build. And ultimately, you'll get to a point where you can start having more, you know saving more for the business the business is making more but it takes so much time to get there you know if your initial startup yeah. costs and investment you have to you have loans to pay back for us personally it really knocked us in the dirt because even when we opened up finally in june i mean the summer is normally our busiest time we just struggled all summer because people just weren't they still weren't the gyms were all were closed Mm-hmm. people weren't out doing stuff and our business is related to people exercising being active doing sports it was all gone so we struggled all through the summer you know um people are like hey did you get help from the government and you get help from them but the help comes in they do give grants to small businesses but most of the help comes in the form of a loan so you know you look at these businesses and i know several of people that i know that are business owners that are in the same situation where they're open, but they had to take some sort of loan out to get by. So now you have these businesses that are in this position where they have loans, they're owing money that they never owed before. Mm-hmm. And that is just not, when you're a small business, like that is, that affects the entire business and the entire, yeah. the whole future of the business, the whole future of the business and the whole performance yep. of the business. Literally we had to start over last summer 
So you could take like four and a half years worth of just momentum building and riding and then starting over. We didn't have, we had to get, we, all of our memberships went away. We had to start from scratch. Yeah. Some of them came back, but a very small percentage came back still to this time. Um, it's tough. So, I mean, that's my rant on this, but I'm just, at this point, I'm like, I'm the person now. It's like, if I don't see a sign right in my face, I'm not wearing a mask in the store because mm -hmm. we will continue to wear masks because no, there will not be a government, maybe in Arizona, but there will not be any federal person that says, okay, time to not wear masks. Yeah. That will not happen. So it's on the people and the businesses. You, if you're a business and you want to require it, go for it. But the people yep. that pay are going to determine whether they're going to walk in your establishment or not. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, there's 99% of my clients did not want me to have a mask mandate for the many months we did last year. Just recently, within the last, when the, gov when the governor said now it's on businesses here in the, in the Valley, which was a couple months ago, maybe, that's when we decided, no, we're not, we're not requiring anymore. We're, we're a small business. We don't have a ton of people coming in there. It's all, we can socially distance and do things safe. So, but it's just, it's mind boggling to me still that we're still dealing with a lot of this stuff. It's just, it's frustrating because it's not the exact right approach. You know, I'm all mm -hmm. for having, let's have a smarter approach. No one's talking about health. No one's talking about taking vitamins. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? And you, you, you're, you have, your wife is in the field. She knows the type of people that are in the hospital. We've talked about this before. I also yep. know people in this field and these people are not healthy people. And it, uh, straight away, you know, yeah. Um, any, I saw, I saw an article today and, and, and it, this is where social media really, man, it's, it's just really flamed a lot of this, not social media, the news media in general, you know, mm -hmm. you know how it is. I mean, it's, they just, everything's blown out of proportion. It's all slanted. It's all po becomes politicized. Everyone knows this. I'm not, you know, not divulging anything new here but this article basically said you know it was just an article on oh how recently you know it was talking about wearing masks outside or something i don't know they were at a soccer game and they think the, the family thinks they got it from that and come to find out and this goes for two reasons i'm saying this they they went to the soccer game and they the father got it he they think from coaching the kids or something or whatever okay comes home, gives it to the mom. The mom gets hospitalized, you know? And here we are again, we're talking about this. Did they get it outside? It could have been anywhere. These people got it, right? The point was, is this article made a big deal out of this person being relatively healthy, but then I looked into it and I swear I do this on every one now. You, if you look in another, maybe the local article that CNN's promoting, maybe that has a picture of the people. Not healthy, mm -hmm. okay? Not healthy at all. Yeah. So it pisses me off that you can't, you, you know, and I'm not, I, I'm preaching to the choir in terms of a lot of our audience because all my friends feel the same damn way. Yeah. The people that come into Chill Fit feel the same damn way. You know, people that actively are exercising and taking care of themselves should be rewarded with personal freedoms, in my opinion, you know, and it's like, it's just, man, it's really been on my nerves lately. And, and the other thing about that article was both those people were vaccinated, fully mm -hmm. vaccinated. Then they got COVID. Then she went to the hospital. Okay. So let's not, I, I keep hearing people in this whole argument that you're going to be safe when you have the vaccine. No, 
No, you, you you're not get safe. It. <laughs> like you're what? just not gonna die from it. Yeah, <laughs> this woman you know? got it and went to the hospital and was hospitalized, yeah. and that was the whole point of the article. They totally, they didn't even mention that. Like that was just, they went right over. They didn't mention that. They mentioned it was one small thing that both of them had been fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that that maybe should have been the main thing in the article? Like, let's tell, no, because they don't, that's not what this is about. They're not giving the full information. And I'm not anti-vaxxer, but it is not a, it's not the answer to everything, mm-hmm. especially for healthy people. There's many more people, especially kids, that struggle and die from the flu than COVID. But the kids go to school with flu all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we got we got to be smarter about this stuff. Like, let's would, work on getting a healthier society. You know, and and if that saves people, that that's going to save people. It's not, you know, just get. I just hate the false sense of security that these vaccinations give people. These people, this woman sure. was in the hospital and she got fully vaccinated. Yeah. I know people that are going to come out and train, or that are now in society or making decisions based on what they're going to do based on whether they're going to get a vaccination. And I'm just like, you got to know that that doesn't mean that you can't get it and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you can't get it and pass it to someone. Yep. So why are you worried? It just, you know, there, you got the people that are worried that, yeah, if everyone gets it, then everyone's, it's going to go away. And it's like, I just, it's so crazy right now. And, and no one has it figured out. I've listened to a lot of experts and like everyone's still like, you know, button heads over it, man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. You know, and you you know, in terms of, in terms of just overall healthcare cost, being healthy, exercising, being within a healthy BMI. Huge. Yeah. I mean, that, that saves healthcare costs immensely. They have numbers on that. No, one hundred like, astronomical. It's it's insane. It's, it's literally like, like the majority of health costs, healthcare yeah, costs. Your yeah. your your utilization of healthcare, healthcare, you know, medications, every metric that you want to track decreases when you are within a healthy BMI, and yeah. you're you're exercising. I mean, it's just yeah, you know, my like in terms of my business when COVID hit. You know, I was in the middle of a rebrand at the time. And at the same time that I was doing that, I was shifting from, well, ju- nobody's doing, ju- do, doing jujitsu right now. So my marketing is not, you know, it's loosely jujitsu related. But yeah. right now, my marketing goal shifts from all jujitsu to let's keep you active and healthy during the shutdown so that you're ready to come back to jujitsu. Right. You know, and it's smart. It was, and going back to my client in Canada, I'm still doing that. Like I'm doing that with him. It's like, listen, we're going to get you back training. We're going to get you back training. You're going to be ready. You have, you know, we just, we're going to keep you healthy. We're meeting all these goals where, um, you know, we're, we're doing different things to keep, make sure that he's going to be ready. He's going to be able to be back and train. He's getting three strength days. He's getting a couple cardio days. Like we're just keeping him steady, steady mm-hmm. grinding, steady, healthy. And you know, that's, you know, that's what I have kind of, it's a balancing act, you know, it's, yeah. um, and jujitsu I think helps with that because when, you know, you can't keep, 
you can't keep trying to pass the impassable guard, right? You got to mm-hmm. find another, you got to find another attack. You got to be mobile. You got to be, you know, if you guys expecting you to knee cut, he's going to defend the knee cut. You got to find another alternative yeah. route. It's, it's being flexible with totally. that. I found anyway, uh, being flexible with my marketing and my branding and the, the, the being an entrepreneur, you have being to be. an entrepreneur and you mm-hmm. have to be able to, that is an entrepreneurship. You have to be able to pivot. Yep. Like that, and and if it relates a lot to jujitsu, it really that's why does. We talk about it so much, you know. It's <laughs> Gustavo has a whole podcast based around that. You know, is entrepreneurs in jujitsu because it's yeah. they're very very closely intertwined with many people. You know, especially gym owners. You know, but uh, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's There's, it's, it's weird, so man. weird to have the government tell you that you can't work out. It just it if you step outside of the current situation and world we live in it's that's such a bizarre it's almost like orwellian like some weird you know (laughs) we're so used to this weird state we're in you know it's like i don't know like in canada they have literally that i've heard stories and even in the u.s in california i've heard the same stories where people are calling and snitching people out for having three four people together i I was worried about that with my neighbor to be quite so honest, bizarre. a few months yeah. ago, we were, we were having people over and I was like, I, I, you know, for the listeners, I've got a neighbor that is like a hellish neighbor Karen. and she is just like, she's, she's pretty, pretty out there. And, um, I was worried about that. We were having people over yeah, and, uh, I was like, man, she's going to call us. And I have a, I have a friend of mine that I was in the the military with he is in a police force just a few towns he lives here and then he's in a police force just a few a couple towns over and he was telling me that they get people pretty regularly or in the past i don't know what they're if they still are but in the past they were getting people regularly calling in to snitch out their neighbors about people not you know, they're having people over, people not wearing masks. And they told, they would tell the callers flat out, like, we're not responding to this. Yeah. We have like actual crime that's happening that yeah, we want to have our officers of respond to. This God, is not so an appropriate bizarre. use of the, of the, the, no, the police system, you know, of our first responders. People get this cred, you know, they get this cred from snitching on people and, it, or whatever it is they get like rogan talked about that on their podcast where it's somebody was on there and they're actually telling how psychologically there's people that are just like that where they just this is their time to shine like they don't have a purpose other than like to call people out and complain and but i understand like people i know people like this they're so locked into that mentality of this is what we have to do as a unit we have to and i look I'm all for, for, you know, team America, team people. Let's, let's, I'll do what I need to do. But when the stats are there and they, I'm a, I'm an analyst by trade. So when the numbers are there and they don't, they don't like correlate with what's going on. That's when I start having an issue with, like, we've had a year of data, you know, places that are less locked down are in no dot more dire situation than other places. Does that mean you shouldn't have take some precautions? You know, you still should take precautions, but how about another approach of getting people healthier, you know? Yeah. It's just so sad and sick. You know, it's like the thing going around where you get a vaccine, get vaccinated, you get a free 
Chris Sticker. Donuts or something. <laughs> Did you see these going around? No. Oh, yeah. Like no. these companies were giving out free. It was bizarre. And it was like, so someone, of course, <laughs> made a meme out of it. It's like, if you get a vaccine, you get this. Um, if you don't get a vaccine, you get this. It was like you get health or something. And if you get a vaccine, you get this. It was like Krispy Kreme, all the companies that were given out. It was like, I think even one was like a free cigarettes or something or alcohol or, but that's what our society is fueled by, you know? And don't get me wrong. I like, I like Bosa donuts, but I like donuts too. But you know, yeah. you, you gotta get the big picture here you know it's just so many people are so it's this disease at least in america i don't know what for other countries but in america it's definitely hitting people that are just less healthy you know yeah they have a lot of pre-existing conditions you know mm -hmm. and we got to be healthier and those people i've seen some great you've seen some great stories online and social media and even in jujitsu people deciding to do something about that you know, maybe I'm too late for this one. Maybe I have to fight through COVID being overweight or whatever it is out of shape. But guess what? This might be something that we have to address and, and, and figure out a way to move through every so often, every few years. I don't know. I mean, this one's going on two years. So mm -hmm. the COVID itself could last for several years. And in, in this society, you know how these things drag out now. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a 10-year deal where 10 years we'll be looking. You know how it is. It's, oh, yeah. We'll be out of Iraq in 2006, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a oh, very, yeah. very plausible poss possibility where in 8, 10 years, we're still like <clears throat> trying to get beyond this thing. And, you know, there's mm -hmm. still people that are getting sick and there's still people that think there should be more restrictions and because guess what? SARS, all these other things, they never went away. Yeah. They still exist at lesser levels in society, but it's, this one's a weird one, you know? And, and you, you look at these other countries and you see that, that it's affecting them greatly too. But if you see these countries, look at what they are. They're poor countries. They're poor people. They're in dire, you know, it's these places, you know, like, I'm, I shouldn't generalize, but places like Brazil and India, they're in the news lately. These, the, the reportings are of the hospitals that you see, they're not the nicest places in town. Yeah. Yeah. These are people with, you know, health conditions. These people mm -hmm. aren't working out. They might not be grossly overweight, but they're in other, in other ways, their yeah. health is deteriorated. Yep. Um, so we got to be smarter about that and make he healthier societies so we can fight these things off. Doesn't, isn't that the natural way anyway? is to be able to adapt and as an organism fight these things off. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's just so crazy when it gets so politicized. It's, it's such a point now. I mean, I don't get to, I don't see it too much. I, if I, if I'm online, I do, but in my regular life, the vast majority of people are in the, have the same exact feelings as me that we have to have an open, we have to have the businesses open. We have to let people make their own personal choices. Mm -hmm. Then you have a choice. Close. What? Lock yourself in. Go for it. What? I don't need to 100%. see you for the next six months. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know. But That's right. It, you know, you can't be telling other people to do that at this point. You just can't. Yeah. Because the numbers aren't there. We tried that already. You know. Um, if you got a different approach, we might take it. But the government's not going to do that. You know, they take the peanut butter approach. They just. Let's. This is going to work for everyone. Let's try yep. this. You know. 
So, yeah, I was talking, uh, Melissa and I went out for a little bit this, this weekend. Um, and we were talking and she was talking to one of some, she was talking to somebody, nobody that anybody on this podcast knows, but, um, he was talking about how long masks are going to hang around. He was like, I wouldn't mind if they are around for a while. You know, I've not been getting the flu or, you know, the flu has hit the shitter and, you know, I've not got a cold or anything and I'm kind of Mm -hmm. enjoying all this. And she was like, yeah, but if you think about it in terms of having a strong immune system, don't you want your immune system to be exposed to those things? Yeah. Right. Like that, the flu, like, Again, people die from the flu. Yeah. You and I not going to die from the flu. Yeah. We're going to get a cold, we're going to get a flu. In terms of like an immune response, it sucks. The next one sick. could the next one could be worse. The next flu could hit you worse cuz you're not cuz you I mean, I'm not, not I'm no doctor, it. but yeah, but I mean, that's how these things work. Yeah. The other thing is we don't have to go to the extreme of a mask in the future. How about let's just wash our fucking hands after we take a piss? <laughs> you know? For sure. Like have more hygiene in place. Well, the, the you know? fomites, I mean, yeah. All the crazy, <laughs> like, all the crazy cleaning and fomites, it, it didn't do anything. It didn't help the process. And all the kids that were born into this, yeah. we just made an entire generation of germaphobes. Totally. Nice job. <laughs> but you could do some of these things like handshakes. Maybe that's why, like, no one's shaking hands anymore. That's probably a big reason why you're not, hello, passing germs in the flu to each other. Yeah. I mean, that's been said and studied, but I agree with that. Like, I don't like shit. Like, I love my friends and everyone, but give me a fist bump all day if I don't get the flu, right? I don't need to shake every client's hand that comes through the doors. I don't know where your hands have been. I'm, I'm personally, I mean, in jujitsu, it's a little bit different because you just accept you're in there. You're accepting shaking hands. I'm not saying that, but outside, you know, somebody comes in off the road and wants to shake my hand. I'm like, I'm going to go wash my hands after. Yeah. I just, yeah, I'm in sure. that. I've always been in that habit. I'm not mm-hmm. going to sit there and I'm just cognizant of that. I don't ever go and eat after that. Like I'm, I always wash my hands, you know, mm-hmm. but this has created, this has led people to do those other types of things. I know a lot of people that don't do that. Yeah. You know, go to a sports <laughs> event and go into the bathroom during halftime. You understand what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, not the cleansy, and that's just one instance, you know. Yeah, I've worked in restaurants all my younger years. You don't want me to tell you what I've seen there. Like people aren't. People have taken a lot more consideration with hygiene and approach to other people, which is a good thing. Does that mean we have to have wear masks forever? No, that's probably no. not healthy. Okay. Yeah. Period. And I'm actually seeing more studies now. At first, you know, you would get the people, the anti-maskers, that would be like, "That's totally." that's totally bad for your health. You're going to be breathing in all this CO2 and it's terrible for you. And you hear them and you're like, ah, oh, well, what, a, you know, it's just, a ma-. and now though, now I've actually seen a couple studies because now they have a year's worth of data. It's actually not good for your health. Wear masks all the time. Like they're testing people and mm-hmm. testing their physical response, their breathing capabilities. And it's like, this is a little, it's a little eye opening. then, you know, it's like, man, it's so, you know, you got to have a nuanced approach. You can't just yeah. have, you know, it, that's what I'm saying here. You know, it makes much more sense to, instead of putting a bandaid, a mask on people, teach people how to be, have live a healthy life, you know, and eat the right foods and 
that alone, it's been proven that alone will, we talked about this already, will help prevent you from being hospitalized for many different oh yeah yeah ailments, not- but covid especially you know so but no you know we don't have any leaders that do that and it's it's just really disappointing i don't know you, you get a, a huge health industry in america a huge huge health in, the biggest in the world in sports in health working out fitness there's no place bigger and we don't have any leadership from that it's really kind of sad you know that visible leadership I've seen local, there's people on the local level, even like Tulsi, she was the first presidential candidate or anybody I've ever seen work out on Instagram and like really try to promote health. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Obama would say stuff, but he'd smoke cigarettes every day. So, you know, it's like, It's 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 weird, you know. It is kind of we, we it should is know. Of, it is weird. Yeah. We should know this by now. And it costs our economy and our people so much money. It's crazy, but people love junk food. It is kind of weird. Uh now that I'm thinking about it, we have uh, a massive health industry. We also have a massive obesity problem. <laughs> totally. <laughs> the biggest in right? the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. such a contrast. What is going on with it that? It is so weird. There's other countries that you you don't see like you go to a lot of countries, there's no gyms all over. There's gyms everywhere here. Everyone mm-hmm. has an opportunity to work out, you know? It's become a big it's much bigger than it ever has been. I've been working out all my life and you can just see the amount of people working out is much greater. But also the amount of people being fatter is much greater mm-hmm. like you just said so it's just like it's really concerning you know and it's i have relatives concerning. in this uh, you know i can speak on this because same people i love in this boat and it's really sad and you go in sometimes you go into a place a small shop or a store and you literally everyone is obese that mm-hmm. is a huge societal problem that no one's talking about in fact they don't want you to talk about it because it's fat shaming but yeah i don't know it's it's just disappointing you know it's like so i just try to at least lead by example with my family and you know luckily everyone's conscious in my family my immediate family my children Mm -hmm. my love you know and set a good example because how many 80 year old really obese people do you see that's what i tell people you don't see many Mm -hmm. they really don't you don't see a lot Yeah, you really don't they don't live that long you know, and it's, it's concerning because I have people that I love that are getting up there in age and, and it just, that's just the facts, you know? So, um, I want to live, I, 80 is nothing for me. I want to go beyond that. So, you know, in this shit that comes up, these, these viruses and stuff, and it, it just compounds the problem. You know, you can say all you want about vaccines and masks, but Part of the problem is that people are not healthy and their immune systems don't fight this off, period. Yep. You know, so. COVID-2021. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> shit, we're May. It's May. Yeah. I'm, I'm it's, just hoping we're in, we're in a good state where uh, they, they give personal freedoms, you know? Yeah. Places like here in Texas and Florida are really, and people are moving here in droves. The economy is doing really well. They, they, there's not enough homes here for people because people want that freedom. You know, it's like, we're not asking for anything crazy, Mm -hmm. you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. I attended a Gustavo Batista seminar this weekend. So speaking of healthy, uh, got a little, little training, got a little training in, um, Denver. 
Yeah, down in Denver. I drove down to Denver to Logos Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I've been trying to get down there and uh, uh, go to Michael Lierra's school. He's got a really, really dope school down there. Really? Yeah, it's it's nice. It's nice. Um, it's a nice school, beautiful school. Um, you know, it's just a single room. One one, it's kind of long. It's like a rectangle room. Mm-hmm. Um, elevated mats with like the spring kind of springy board underneath it nice um and yeah there was probably 50 60 people there it was great it was fantastic what he teach so uh, he taught man just a lot of um a lot of information he threw out he threw at us really? it was yeah i i took my notebook and we'd take breaks and i would like write everything just like <laughs> brain dump status how many hours there, did he do it was two hours Wow, it was he two just hours. crammed it in there then. Oh my gosh. And it so he started, we started with just like a warm up of like um starting from the feet, like one person open guard and one person on the feet, just like hands on your hand, like the person on top's hands on the person on bottom's knees. Yeah. Doing like windshield wipers mm-hmm. back and forth. So you're windshield wipering back and forth. And then we went windshield wiper to a knee cut, windshield wiper to a knee cut, and then going to the other side to a smash or to like a leg, like a smash kind of leg drag. Mm-hmm. And then he went from, he went windshield wiper, knee cut, leg drag, and then back stepped around it into like, into the leg drag, but like a smash, like a crush leg drag where you've kind of got the, uh, one of the collars and you're really low. Yep. And then we went, uh, then he went into, um, getting into that same position from lasso, from like a collar sleeve, then from when you ha- the person has like a lasso with no grips, so he like he's like shucks, does like kind of a shuck and gets into it, and then runs the whole system again. All passing stuff, and for the first probably hour, hour and a half, all passing. That's and then that's a lot of his game, right? It's a lot of his yeah. game. And then and then we did uh we did a single leg X, we did a bottom single leg X sweep that was like real he did a it's just like a push sweep. I actually want to text I want to shoot a video for Gara because I think there's one in there that's like I, I'd a, never seen it before. And it was nice. like it it's gonna fit right into his single game. leg X game. So I'm gonna shoot that probably tomorrow or this weekend. Um, so just like, yeah, I will single leg X. Um, and then you go, he goes from single leg X. He comes, brings his leg back around out of the single leg X extends the person out again, and then brings the leg back in and dumps them over the top. Hmm. It was like, anyway, that was just and it was just a lot of details man yeah it was really it was pretty nothing that i've never seen before like groundbreaking but the, the amount of details i learned a new sweep or i learned a new way to pass like a deep lasso nice um which you know it's like i usually just swim that that hand out but he mm-hmm. was like he doesn't worry about the hand at all he just goes he goes way over the top and then he goes like way 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 over the top with his like knee holding the other leg 
and he like um, stuffs the leg all the way through to clear the knee line and then comes down. I know. I've I was seen like, that one. yeah, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. neat. So I've been looking at a lot of lasso defense stuff. We've been working on that, but did you go by so, yourself? Yeah, just me. Um, so you know just me there? met. I actually did. I ran into a guy. He runs a school, uh, probably 15 or 20 minutes away between here and Denver. Um, he's a black belt under, I think he's a solo black belt. And I, when I first started up here, I was training at a gym and a town over. He was like a two or two stripe blue belt. He was like the assistant there. He kind of helped. He taught like some of the kids classes and stuff. Okay. And I was like, coming up at white belt and we kind of parted ways at the same time. So he went, he went to a solo school down in a different place. I think he went from, I don't know. I don't know if he got, I don't even think he got his purple belt there at the gym up here. I think he went purple, brown and black there and then opened another school pretty close by in a town that didn't have any jujitsu in it. Mm-hmm. And now he's kind of known in this Northern Colorado region is kind of having the, some really tough, that's great. Really tough guys. So I ran into him. Good lineage. Hey, really good lineage. Um, I ran into him and I recognized him right away just because I was a white belt. He was like the guy. Yeah. He was like uh, the blue guy belt. at blue belt. <laughs> Keep in mind this at this at this time, this is probably two thousand and nine. This is probably two thousand nine. So um he was blue kind belt. of the guy at the, he was he was kind of the guy at the gym Mm -hmm. and um so he was a black belt i was a brown belt he introduced himself to me and i was like yeah i know who you are oh yeah and uh kind of got reacquainted cool and um yeah it was it was great he actually invited me down he was like if you i told him what my situation is up here it's like i'm kind of just training wherever i've got a good group of guys i'm training here at my uh, at my studio and then I've, you know, I'm doing drop-ins in different places. And he was like, man, you, you ever want to like catch some different looks? You're always welcome to come down to my place. Um, you know, just kind of drop in, told me all about their open mats, what, what their situation is. And he's like, you're always welcome to come down and drop in, which I thought was really nice. For sure. Uh, um, especially because here in this town, the network is not super open as far as cross training. So right. the fact that he was like, it's refreshing. You, it's refreshing. He's like, come down. Um, you're always welcome here. Um, even if you just want to drop in, catch some different looks, catch a class, whatever it is, you're always welcome. I thought I was, I was really, I was really um, happy and refreshed with that. So yeah, that's cool. Um, it's always good to find some fellow cool cool people in jujitsu and not, yeah, I know you've got some less than stellar characters over there in, in your town, but, uh, we won't mention any names or gyms, but you know, we've talked about that at at nausea just on Mm. this podcast about you just got to find your, the first gym you go to might not always be the best gym or or you're the right one for you, you know? So kind of got to shop around, do your homework and, find a good spot. And in your case, you're just, we've said this before too. You, you had to pick up and move to Colorado. Well, you tried a couple of places out, wasn't vibing for different reasons, set up this training group through down to roll.com. I'm sure. I mean, and just mm-hmm. 
a good option to have until you till your next change. Yep. You know, whatever that might be. See what the future holds. Yeah, see what the future holds, man. I'm not disappointed in anything that I'm doing right now. I'm super happy. I'm getting good training with my yeah. with my guys. I'm passing on information that I've I'm passing on really good jujitsu mm-hmm. to these guys. They're getting good good rounds, I feel like. And um, you know, I've seen a lot of growth out of them. I've mentioned that before. And, you know, I'll just keep doing what I'm yeah. doing. It, you know, like I'm gonna try and get down uh get down to arizona here in the here shortly um so i'll go come down there i'm no doubt gonna get tuned up a little bit so um <laughs> i'm looking forward to that so uh yeah you know i'm not disappointed in in any at all and and um you know i talked to michael liera and he was like you're always welcome to come down here you know we talked about that so I'm starting to make some connections that's great how many did you get a lot of roles in during that time at the at the event, I got a handful of roles. Um, How much time did they? You know, for I that? not very much time. It was. That's what I mean, I'm he, it's only he a went couple the, hours. Yeah, yeah, he went the full two hours, and after that, it was basically an open mat. Yeah. Um, so I got a handful of rounds, and um, people started kind of peeling out of there, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, that's cool. I'm perfectly happy with my met a couple more people. Yeah, like said, having my day. Connections, yeah. Sounds like a good time. How long is the drive to Denver? About an hour. That's not bad. Yeah, no, not at all. It's um, you can do it. it. I'd say it's probably closer to. Yeah, probably about an hour to his place. You can get to downtown in about an hour. Nice. It's like uh, me driving from my house to Josh Garra's gym, Refuge BJJ. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Yeah, it's in the same valley, but it's all the way across the valley. So that was a good episode recapping Josh last week. Hope everybody, if you didn't get a chance to tune in, go tune into our buddy Josh Guerra, episode twenty-eight. Uh, he was dropping some knowledge. Man, that guy's I got, got it put together for a young for a young man. I am so impressed. What is he? With him, what are he twenty-five? Uh, is yeah, that what he said? Twenty-five? Something like that. Crazy. <laughs> crazy been teaching for nine years <laughs> competing <laughs> wrap like your head around cra- that. i know that was yeah. the most blind mind-blowing thing for me i'm like jesus no wonder this guy's he's a great coach man he's a very mm-hmm. engaged very passionate um and you could just tell in his voice i mean like that guy knows how to manage a room and talk to people and i'm just i'm glad he's on my side he's a good friend of mine and i i, I love the guy so he he knocked it out of the park on that episode. If you guys want to check it out, he talked about, you know, uh, maturity in his students, which I, in terms of, you know, he talked about the, I'm not probably not going to promote somebody to Purple Bell if I don't trust them with other training partners or new people, mm-hmm. you know, keep that in mind. If you're white and blue belt, you know, you got to come up to some level of competency where your coach can trust that you can also help people mm-hmm. or, or can, you know, mind your own while you're rolling with someone that's completely raw and new, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and really that's just maturity in the belts, you know, and just being able to train all the time like that, you know, you would, you would think I, I see it in our classes. It's most, everyone gets that and knows that, you know, you, you have other good leaders in the classes that set a good example and that's going to happen in many gyms, you know, you kind of, 
you see this purple belt that, you know, you're a white belt, you, you, you just got your blue belt. You've been training with this person a couple of years. You see they're a purple belt and you see how they hold themselves, uh, how they carry themselves. It, it's a whole different thing, you know, and how they mm-hmm. take care of other people and consider other people on the mat, you know? So not everybody's obviously this, not everyone's like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you got assholes and jerks you can't trust all the way up to black belt, to be honest. Yep, I mean, every, sure do. there's personalities across the board, but his, his point was, is he has the option. He is the promoter. He is the gym owner in the school mm-hmm. and the black belt. So under his, under, under his guidance, he expects his people to be able to have that level of maturity where they're just not, you know, a 250 pound dude, just smashing some, some small guy or gal. You know, that's inexperienced, mm-hmm. you know, um, great points, you know, I mean, the guy's got it together. He's got a successful school. that's about to expand, which is amazing. You know, three years in expanding that says a lot about Josh. Okay. And his wife and the team they put together hundred percent. Like that yeah. is what that is. You know, people are drawn to people like that, that are engaged, that are welcoming, um, I know they're very much like that and they treat that school like a family. So I couldn't be more happier for the guy. So everyone go check out that episode. If you're in the, if you're in the far North, is that Northwest Valley? If you're going up North to Flagstaff or Sedona, drop into in Josh's school. Cause it's like halfway there. If you're in the Valley yeah. here, um, if you know where Anthem is, it's out towards, you know, out by Anthem, uh, He's got a beautiful facility. He'd always welcome people to drop in, as you heard him say himself. So if you're local here and you're training, reach out to Josh. Man. If you want to get a different look or you're looking for a place to train, you're from out of town, check out Josh's gym, Refuge BJJ. He was good. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great episode, man. I I got a bunch of text messages just from independent people, you know. Uh, you got that some have really my good f- feedback, yeah. Oh my gosh. I got some great feedback from that episode and, um, we want to keep having, having uh, great guests on like that, that are going to give, um, they're going to just drop lots of knowledge. We've had two really great guests. Nick dropped a lot of good knowledge on us too. Mm-hmm. Um, especially about strength training and, um, uh, you know, how to habit stacking and yeah. uh, high performance habits. I mean, there is, I mean, those two guys alone right there, you could take those two episodes and you could. Yeah. You could, you could, we got train, some hi- you could yeah. Got some high performing really, friends. Yeah. It's, it's, so, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, you know, we want to keep, uh, for the listeners, we want to keep having uh, more episodes like that. So we're pretty fired up about, uh, about our last two guests and, mm-hmm. um, for now, I'm you excited. just have to listen to us until the next one. So <laughs> bear with us. We're just a couple of brown belts here on the road to black. Uh, but we appreciate everyone listening. Do us a favor. Go subscribe, review us. We don't really have any reviews. So if you if you find yourself listening, go review us. I mean, we've got some comments and great stuff personally. You know, we've got several DMs. Each of us have gotten some good feedback. Um but if it's it's just a hangout, you know, so we're just talking jujitsu centered a lot around our experiences here, both in Arizona and Colorado now. Um, so check us out. Go review it. And we, we're on YouTube now. Um, <clears throat> well, we have been for a while, but you could subscribe there. But 
Um, I don't know. Wes, Wes has been putting all these clips together. I have to give this guy credit. I love the clips myself. I'm like, did he say that in the clip or in the podcast? Because you, you go through the conversation and yeah, it's a great conversation, but those clips, especially with Josh, you know, and, and Nick, when you can capture these guys, you know, it's not just me and you talking, it's getting this other third point perspective in there. Mm-hmm. They've been really great. So um, I want to thank you for putting those together online and social media. They're huge. And we're just trying to spread the message of positivity in jujitsu and, you know, and talking about things that not a lot of other people are talking about, you know, and that's just the regular, the regular guy. Yeah. It seems like a lot of focus on some, some podcasts and just in, in the media in general and in jujitsu. And I understand most people gravitate towards the top. This is Mm -hmm. the bigger names. These are the bigger people. This is what's happening in the competition scene. But the reality is, is, the majority of practitioners are like us. <laughs> yeah, Training and trying to like, you know, we have this hobby or this passion that we're super into and, you know, we want to talk about it and yeah. share, you know, share it with each other. And, uh, you guys as listeners, you guys are part of that. So feel free to chime in. We, we geek out on your comments and stuff and it's really, we put a lot of effort and work into this. We do this every week. There's a whole production behind it. So, um, if you have any suggestions, we take those too. We've had suggestions. We've had suggestions where we've literally taken the suggestion and made a podcast episode out of it in the same yeah. day. So <laughs> it can happen. Um, and it was one of our, you know, better ones because other people get ideas of things we can talk about and, you know, we're open to it. So yeah. Send us messages, guys. We love it. Yep. Anything else, Wes? I got nothing, man. I'm, uh, Gonna train this week and uh, fired up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be putting into practice some of the stuff I got from the seminar this week. So I'm pumped. Sounds good. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Road to Black podcast. Once again, please support our sponsors, the BJJ Physio. Contact Wes. He'll hook you up with some customized programming for your game. Take it to the next level therapy performance the bjj physio also roll union jiu-jitsu check out the latest styles jiu-jitsu casual wear training gear check them out rollunion.com follow on instagram at rollunion thanks again for listening everyone and we will see you next time